Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of COG Teen Talk. And today we have two new guests with us. If you guys would like to introduce yourselves. Andrea. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> okay. I'm going to is... do that. Yeah, Janice, okay, go okay. first because J-E comes before J-O. Oh my God. Um, my name is um, Janice James. Um, I am 20 years old and I go to Ryerson University. My name is Joanne. I am 19 years old and I also attend Ryerson University. Okay. And for everyone who doesn't know, we are the Christian teens from Church of God Sabbath Keeping, located at 312 Rexdale Boulevard in Canada, Ontario. So for today's topic, it's mental health and not just mental health, specifically depression. With the whole pandemic going on, it can be easy to find yourself slipping into a state of feeling numb and constantly sad. And today we're going to talk about it. Depression is a common issue among teens and young adults today. Nearly 2 million teens are suffering right now and mainly blame themselves. The discussion topic today is how do we as Christian teens deal with depression and not just deal with it, but how does the relevance of God in our life keep us from entering a state of crippling depression or how did it get you out of that state? And if not you in particular, then someone you know. That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Diane, did you want to go first or? I can go first. Um, I'll start first with like depression in general, because I haven't really been in a state of like a depressive state. It was more just like. Um, anxiety and being overwhelmed but literally last year um, when I was applying for university I encountered like major major um, imposter syndrome and it was so scary because I didn't I really didn't know if I really wanted to go on the path to become a doctor or to become uh, a teacher and when you put in your applications, like that's money that's being involved because like, you know, it's not free to apply to university. Uh, once you get into that program, like, and you've submitted the applications, like that's your decision that you're saying, like, this is what I want to go into, or this is what I want to study for the next four years or like five years if you're doing co-op. <clears throat> and even with just the question alone at hand, where do I want to go to university? And which programs would be ideal. It was it was all really confusing at once. And I didn't really know exactly what would suit me and where I would be best suited for. But there were times when I was wavering, like, is it nursing? Is it becoming a doctor? Do I want to be a pediatrician? Do I want to be a teacher? It was knocking me all kinds of ways. And I felt really sad that like all these other people knew what they wanted to go into and what they were gonna which program they were gonna be applying to people were like oh this, like you know uft is my dream university or queens is my dream university meanwhile i didn't even have any sense of where i wanted to go and i felt really really bad and really sad because 
here everybody else was, you know, they knew where they wanted to do. They already applied by the time um, yeah. we were eligible to do it. And I literally didn't even have an idea until I, I attended the university fair, which happened, I think, in like late September of 2019. But um, I remember that I remember having to pray about it because that's what my mom told me to do because like I can't joke around with applications or when it comes to just like career in general because you don't want to go into something and then like you're not even excited to go into it every day and you just feel like you're kind of doing it more for the money to me when you go into a career you have to have that passion and um willingness to do it without having a sense of regret down the road just because you know you just want money but uh because the passion needs to be there or else how will you do your job effectively because that can also affect your mental health when, and like your motivation to even do your job every day you go into there. So definitely, um, yeah, I did pray about it. And there are sometimes like now it's better. Like sometimes I'm just like, you know what, teaching is my backing plan. I did decide to go with becoming a pediatrician, but teaching is my backing, my, my, my backup plan because I know that for sure, whatever career I do go into, it is going to involve helping children because children are my passion for now but I just really like the whole science aspect of things so I had to like combine that together as for right now in the pandemic school has been really hard and it makes me really overwhelmed and stressed out but I haven't been feeling any source of depression I would say it's more of just actually it can be be a little depressing when you're thinking about because I'm a first year at university in university right now and I am missing out on all these experiences. You know, I missed out on my frosh. Oh, yeah. That happened online. Yeah, frosh happened online. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't even go because it was just like, what's the point? Like, it's not the same. And all these people that I'm meeting online, I really wish that I could meet them in person because I think Ryerson has like about like, I don't know, like 30,000 students who attend whatever. Like, that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I'm extremely, I'm extremely introverted too at the same time. So with, meeting these people online is not ideal it's probably ideal for you know other people who probably don't like that like meeting strangers face to face like that I mean people are more subtle when it comes to like in-person human interaction but I'm super extroverted so with that that's also like like that kind of gets me in the dumb sometimes but like I just look forward to when things do get better because things will get better but in terms of like um the whole depression stuff I don't really encounter that much because I'm more so on the optimistic side not to say that anybody who gets depressed they don't have any like optimism like everybody's different but for me it's hard to think that way or make it get into a really deep depressive state because uh just naturally and like subconsciously I always look towards the positive sides of things instead of dwelling on the negative but that's it for me yeah um, I feel like for me, for my personal experience, um, when I was younger, I feel like I experienced depression, but I just didn't know it. And I feel like most of the time, um, some of us don't even know <laughs> that we um, have been depressed or experienced um, the symptoms of depression because, you know, we didn't have enough education on it. And um, for me um, specifically, um, being like the oldest of 
you know, three siblings and um, growing up with a, with a single mother, everything was kind of overwhelming for me. And I thought I was just overwhelmed with, I played a lot of sports. So I thought I was overwhelmed with sports and schoolwork and then coming home and then um, doing everything, you know, for my little siblings. But I feel like looking back on, you know, my childhood and um, my experiences and how I've always felt when I knew like, you know, at the end of the day, I have to come home. The feeling that I've got was a little bit more intense than anxiety and then being home and then, you know, how, uh, you know, like Caribbean mothers can be the, not the most supportive, yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. you know, the best at teaching us to be in tune with our feelings. Um, it took a toll on me. And um, looking back on it, I realized, you know, there was points in my life where I was feeling depression, but I just didn't know it. And to connect that with God, it's just, um, I've always had, you know, a praying mother. I've grown up in a Christian family. I knew that even if, you know, I felt like um, the odds were against me, the world was against me, I had to grow up. Um, faster than you know the kids around me and I felt like you know it wasn't fair I knew that um, I've always had you know Jesus Christ to 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 be here to be there with me even if I was alone to always you know talk to um, pray to because that's one thing um, that's always been instilled in my brain and I think that's what has helped me to stay optimistic to know that, you know, there is a God and my God is not going to let me, you know, suffer. And the phase that we're going through is only temporary. And, you know, years down the line right now, we're in a better state. And, you know, I know that, you know, it's because of God and depression isn't something that I, um, that I experience anymore. Um, but I know that it's very real and, you know, it looks different to everybody. And it's important to talk about, especially as Christians, because we like to um, always, you know, think about the good side of things. You know, God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, life comes with circumstances. And sometimes it's hard to see that, you know, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. It's hard to see that sometimes. And I feel like, you know, church is the one place where we should be open to these ideas and open to, you know, mental health because it is real. Like, you know, a lot of, um, I know it's very stereotypical um, how um, Black families specifically, because I'm Black, um, dismiss mental health as, you know, either like you're, you're overthinking it or demons. <laughs> so and you need prayer like you know take you to the pastor yeah so um um i'm glad that you know we can talk about this now in 2021 right and we can um shed more light on mental health for at least future generations so they can learn yeah i'm done yeah i just want to touch upon that real quick um i remember saying this at like I don't know, the, the last, probably the last two, the second last check-in we had. Um, mm-hmm. 
I was talking with my mom and I don't remember how we got on the topic, but um, it was depression. And she told me, she was like, but why would you, she said something about, you know, you shouldn't be depressed or why would you be depressed? You don't have kids or like oh a husband that's driving God. you mad. <laughs> oh, don't even get she's me started. Like, she's like, you don't have anything to be depressed about. If you were, like, why would you? And I was just like, you know what? We're not going to get into to, onto that topic, but you know, interesting. She's just, but she's like, you know, but if you are, you know, just pray. But it's like sometimes that's not the number one answer you mm-hmm. want to hear because like you want at least your parents or like siblings or like guardians whatever to at least acknowledge and talk to you about it it's the acknowledgement yeah yeah before you bring it to god because it it just seems a bit dismissive even though it's the right thing to do it just seems a bit dismissive to be told to just go and like pray about it pray about it because then it's like you know sometimes for some Mm -hmm. people depending on who you are you're like okay but like if you're not gonna listen to me then like who is and we know that God always listens and everything but just in the in the case of wanting to talk to somebody else to see if maybe they could relate or maybe make you feel a bit better about it because like when you're at your all-time low sometimes human interaction and human acknowledgement or even somebody just to be able to relate with you can make you feel better before you bring that to God if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. I feel like the older generation doesn't really like they don't understand our lives and the pressures that come with it. Um, like I like what Joanne just said, like that happened to me like a couple days ago. I just came from work and my was I was telling my mom I'm tired. And she's like, You have nothing to be tired about. I'm like, You just picked me up from work. What do you mean? <laughs> and she was just like, You don't pay bills, you don't do any of this. But it's just like, just because I don't pay bills and like, you know, do all those things doesn't mean that my life isn't hard. And then they say those things and don't even try to get to know what your life, a day in your life is like, you know, they just see you as children and think you do children things and they think, oh, and then the funny thing is that when my mom tells me stories about her childhood, she says hers, her um, work was hard. And how her like <laughs> teenage years were hard. So I'm like, if your teenage years were hard and you were stressed, why don't you think mine are? Like, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But back to the discussion topic. For me, like I don't really do well with change. And um me and Jen grew up in the same household. Yeah, the same mom. And I don't do well with change. So, like, the first time I, like, experienced depression in my life was, yeah, when I was growing up. Um, but, like, a state of, like, constant depression, like, recently was when I, like, first moved. Because when I moved, it was, like, a whole different everything, different school, different place, like, you know. And I'm not really, like, a person who makes friends that easy. Like, I made my friends in my old school because they came up to me and, like, you know, like, they started talking to me. But then when I, like, moved, I had, like, no one. And then I moved to a predominantly white area, so everyone saw me as that ghetto girl from, like, Brampton. Especially when they heard I was from Brampton, they just thought I was extra ghetto. So I was just like, (laughs) yo. And I was probably the quietest person in the classroom. And then that also surprised them. They're like, why are you so quiet? I thought you were loud. 
acting like I'm not. But anyways, yeah, and I just found myself just waking up and just not wanting to do anything. Like I would go through the motions of life because that's what I had to do. Like I couldn't just stay home. My mom would get mad at me. But like nothing made me happy at all. I was just doing this to do it. And just, you know, as soon as I went home, I just went to bed. And maybe I did some homework. And I had like, from like my, what was supposed to be my support system, my family, they were just telling me like, oh, like, why you like this? You should not be depressed. You're in a better situation. It's like, you know, they're like trying to get me to look at the better side of things. But when you're in like that state, it's hard to do that. And especially if someone is just kind of forcing you to look on the better side of things, it's just not going to help. And Mm -hmm. like the relevance of God in my life, like when I was in that state, I wasn't doing anything. Like I wasn't praying. I wasn't like, you know, if my family had like Bible study, I would partially listen or not listen at all or probably not even come. And then I started like actually thinking like, I can't be like this. Like I was, I was like, mm, if you see me, yo, you would think that there was something <laughs> wrong with me. Even my teachers are like, are you good? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. And yeah. it started to reflect in my work, in my appearance and a lot of things. And everyone like around me noticed. And so I had to like really just like sit down and be like, I don't want to present myself like this. And I had to like find something to get me out of that like state. And I started to like read my Bible and talk to my like friends more. And I just like, you know, came to the realization that like, no matter like how much people might discourage and dismiss like my feelings or whatever like I can always tell them to God like I'm never like alone in a sense you know what I mean although like he's not physically with me and then when I started like talking to God like stuff just started to get better like I just started to feel better I had a little bit more motivation like you know I had my grades are going up and yeah that's so true like people don't realize god's actually your biggest hype man yeah (laughs) and i've been like doing way better after i just like had to i had to like kind of force myself there because i truly didn't want to like my body was wanted to stay in that state Mm -hmm. like i was sad but i was just doing me getting stuff over with like I never found joy in anything it was just okay let's get over with this day so I can go back in my bed type of feeling and I had to like literally force myself until like I got into the whole like rhythm of it and it was really like the bible and just reading the bible that carried me through and actually like got me out of that state because like Mm -hmm. I've seen myself in that state where if I leave myself in that state for too long I start to resort to like unhealthy ways instead of like sleeping because like what I do when I'm like depressed I try to sleep it off (laughs) or like when I'm not (laughs) feeling like the best I try to sleep it off and I know that yeah Mm -hmm. 
And I know that when I become overwhelmed with things, I go into like a different state of mind. And I didn't want to go back into that place in my life. So I was just like, you know what? Let me force myself to do this. You know, fake it till you make it type of thing. And <laughs> um, yeah, just like having like God there and just knowing that, oh, when people on this earth will fail me, he won't and he'll always be there. So that's what like, helped me a lot with um like you know <laughs> the yeah. episodes yeah yeah and I found myself like after that just not feeling that way like I haven't felt that way in a long time like yeah I have my days where I wake up and I'm like moody and then people irritate me more <laughs> and then yeah. you know so like I never stay in that way like before it was like a constant everyday thing and I also found myself falling into seasonal depression <laughs> every oh, winter yeah. I don't know why but bro I'm not even gonna lie to you guys I would like search up you know like why I feel so sad you know all the time but then at random times I'm like really happy and then they would tell me like oh like you have seasonal depression and I would like read into it, I'm like oh yeah that's me that's me that's me mm-hmm. <laughs> like I would just like Google my symptoms as if like you know like that was gonna help anything. But yeah, yeah. seasonal depression is is definitely real and it shouldn't be dismissed. Mm-hmm. Not real, because you know like as soon as summer comes around, everyone's like, "Hey, hot girl summer, you 2021," and then winter comes around. Oh my god! You know, everyone's sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like for oh, the yeah. winter especially like try and go see your friends like after this I'm probably gonna go but yeah um I forgot what I was just saying you were talking about like seasonal depression and you said that that's what you usually like encounter from time to time yeah like you have your days and everything yeah sometimes I get like you know but that's how like God has helped me in my life and like continue to because like after that I never like stopped like I'm a busy person so like all my free times I like either try to get like as much sleep as I can but like ever since like that time like if before I go to bed I'll try to read like a scripture or something and like ever since then I haven't like stopped reading my bible and I found myself like never falling into that kind of mindset or that mm-hmm. um, feeling again. Yeah, like I was gonna say, what I forgot to say is that after like, for me personally, after feeling like, you know, uh, the feelings and, and experiencing the symptoms of depression for so long and not knowing like, you know, when you're gonna get out of it, when you finally do get out of it, and that's by like, you know, praying, reading your Bible, focusing, you know, more on God and putting your hopes in him. For me, like, I never went back. Like, there's never like a day where um, I feel like, you know, like super duper anxious or like I don't want to come home or you know, um, like my life and 
you know, how I have certain um, adversities that I have to face that other people don't have to face. You just, you never go back. And I never realized that, you know, like once God like delivered me out of that mindset and that way of thinking and, and that way of life, you don't even, you don't even think about that no more. You don't yeah, even want to go back. Yeah, you even forget you were in there. <laughs> like, I was going to say that, especially like with me and your like mine and Jen's like mom, as we got older, um, she got like more supportive and like more understanding. So I feel like that especially like has helped me not fall into another um, episode. And when I would talk to my mom about it, she would be like, because like back then she was just like so worried because she had to raise three girls on her own. And like she was also going through depression and she didn't know how, what it was or how to um, overcome it. And then when she started like getting closer to God is when she like calmed down, her anger like went away. And now like I feel more comfortable, like my mom understands the topic of mental health and she understands depression is a real thing. And she doesn't like say oh if you have depression then maybe you should stop being sad like you know she <laughs> understands like oh like this is a real thing like people really go through those things and it's a mindset thing um it's the matter of us like all growing together that also helped me like my mom grew I grew and like all my siblings and stuff that helped like not fall into that depressive episode although like my mom some days would be like what's wrong with you like you know but she still like understands at times yeah yeah did you guys have anything like else to say I just wanted to add like with the like the seasonal depression or like seasonal mood drops like even just with what happened in like 2020 like we saw that within Ontario you know like there were less cases being confirmed like every day and we were able to like kind of lift some restrictions and then go out and everything I went out like maybe uh, three times yeah three times at most with um friends because like when it was like what March 13th 2020 like we all went to school not knowing that like that would be our last like official day while everything was like you know putting quotations on normal has in like you know nothing like what the world is like right now and things were good in in July and August and then like September rolled around and then by October things started to like um regress back when it was like April and May when like lockdown and then you know you can only go out unless you're getting essential things and whatever and you know it kind of feels like a relapse and like you had you kind of had to like readjust to it again because although back in July and August things weren't back to normal but it was at least better and then you're kind of like facing that again and into a new year now with like now that we're in 2021 and things 
it's about to be a year like it's crazy it's about to be a year since we went into lockdown in March like time went by so quick and at the same time it feels like 2020 was so slow and like a blur and even with just like famous um celebrities passing away and, and with corona at the same time like it was a really crazy year and now that we're in 2021 and we're kind of like back in that you know stay at home and like you know don't go out unless you have important things to do like it kind of feel it, it can be really hard to motivate yourself because then you're just like okay it's about to be a year right like then when does this get better yeah. and everybody has their own opinions and uh views on like the vaccine and everything but even with that like nobody even knows really what's exactly happening with that and what the future could look like now that we're in this stage of like in the midst of the pandemic but like sometimes I'm just thinking back on it and I'm like dang like I wanted to travel in 2020 and I wanted to go and like (laughs) go on vacation I didn't want to be at home during my first year of university learning online instead of like learning in a physical setting and like it's just a lot tougher on other people from my from like when I look at other people's experience because like even with people like cheating and stuff and then have they end up like getting assigned an F because like you know academic misconduct and everything and then having to repeat that course and like who knows how that makes them feel I mean like it's on you to cheat but at the same time like it's online learning so what do you really expect but like it really I can tell like just in general with everybody us as students who are learning online like it we had to like adjust so quick that even now it kind of feels normal but at the same time like it never stopped being annoying because like it was never like this but I'm still optimistic no matter what and like I don't I, I mean I believe that we're not going to be like this for like the next three years or whatever I mean God, only God knows but like it, it's always good to keep like a healthy mindset and view on things so that you don't slip into depressive states um, overthinking things and making create another thing too with creating scenarios in your mind like that also can drain and wear you down but uh Oh, yes. It's good to, like, create scenarios in the mind, but the healthy kind, not the bad kind that's going to have you overthinking. And then, like, you're just, like, super overwhelmed because you don't know what the future holds in a, like, negative way. But regardless, um, I think as of right now, like, it's not easy, but uh, definitely God is on our side. And things will work out for now but it's never easy it's never great or like no one I don't think everybody is happy about this I mean maybe introverts maybe like it more I don't know but for me as somebody yeah go on go on I used to say like not used to I still do but I used to say like oh um I like quarantine better on this whole like you know and it's just for the simple fact that I don't like going out my bed like I'm not a morning person so that whole waking up in the morning thing like does not interest me I don't like it but at the same time 
like when I used to go to school in the mornings and whatever, like it kept me on like my game. Like, you know what I mean? Like I woke up early, went to school. And if I had like work or whatever to do after, like I would just get everything done and just like chill. And I find myself being like a little bit more lazy now that I'm doing stuff like in my house because everything is just at my comfort. Like I would literally be in class cooking breakfast. Like (laughs) (laughs) making Yeah. Yeah. People are gaining weight like crazy. Like the quarantine um, 15. And I had like a strict routine when I went to in like person school. And now like I can't even like tell you the times like I go to bed. Like they're crazy. And it's just because like I fell out of all that routine. The only thing I do on a routine is go to work. That's like, you know, and um, with the whole like um, school thing, like I'm a senior in high school. So I'm like experiencing what you experienced last year. And it sucks because I want to like be on my campus, you know, and see it like that's something like I've always been like looking forward to like leaving high school. Like I charge in my high school years because you know um when like high school years are supposed to be the best years of your life so I treasure them and everything but I want to like be on campus you know like get that whole university experience and like it really sucks that I'm not going to and I don't know when I'm ever going to you know and like that it kind of like makes me like kind of sad when I think about it too much because like it's a new experience for me and I've never experienced that before and like that's a whole new step in my life and I really like want to like you know see that and um what was I gonna say what was I gonna say I had something in mind I forgot can I say something while you think about it yeah I was going to say, I think what gets people um, is the uncertainty of it all. Because, like, we would be told, like, oh, you know, like, we're in the red zone lockdown until, like, I don't know, let's say, like, until, like, tomorrow. Tomorrow comes, cases aren't going down, lockdown again until, you know, the next two weeks. So I think that's, you know, it's really, like, messing with people's mental and it's getting to them and for the people that don't have Christ in their life and don't know that, you know, like um, in the Bible, throughout the Bible, but more specifically, like, you know, things that happen in Revelations, like, you know, like we, we know, like hard times have to come, you know, mm-hmm. before like Jesus comes back for his world. Mm-hmm. We know that this stuff is going to, you know, was going to happen. We just didn't think it was going to happen when we were here, <laughs> but we knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm right but now that it's actually happening it's just like and the bible is really playing out like right before our eyes and we're in the midst of it and um for the people that don't know like it's it's scary like you know it's a really scary experience and i think um throughout this whole pandemic that's what's been um you know keeping me going just to know that you know like this has to happen like it's it's in the bible you know like wars in different places sickness disease you name it and you know for people that don't have Christ, it's just whoa like this is the worst thing that they've ever experienced in their lifetime and 
you know, for those that can't handle it, their mental health is at its lowest right now. Right. And, you know, even as a Christian, it's, it's kind of hard to even tell people that, oh, you know, like, you know, don't worry. <laughs> like, this is supposed to happen. You know, I know this sucks. <laughs> but, you know, this is the signs of the, these are the signs of the times. Yeah. And it's just how do you even console people? Yeah, that's true. I remember what I was going to say. Um, I was also going to say, like, being a senior, like, this is my last, like, high school summer. You know what I mean? Before it's just, like, I don't really have a summer no more. Like, when, like, you guys are off and your breaks, like, you guys have to work. Like, you know, you can't just be going to an expensive school and not work. And, like, you guys have your life to, like, do in university like you guys are adults and I'm a teenager I don't have like anything like to pay for if that makes sense like I don't I don't have like the worries that you guys do in university and being young adults so like I just feel like my whole like last summer is being wasted as well like I don't even know what my summer is going to be like and if it's going to be like staying at home like it was last summer then that sucks Cause I want to have fun for like the last time when I'm like still a kid, I guess. And like, I don't really have like responsibilities, but yeah. So that also sucks. And then it's also the last place where me and all my friends are going to be in like one place at the same time. Like now we're just all getting scattered around like Ontario, maybe if they want to go to the States or whatever. And yeah, that's also another thing that kind of sucks right now. That's sad, but like it's life and it has to happen. I can't just like kidnap my friends, keep them all with me, or whatever. <laughs> if only. If only. Yeah. <laughs> that is a big thing too. Uh, I didn't get to have my high school prom or like experience oh, yeah. my last like um, athletic banquet since I did play sports. But like, it really is unfortunate. Like sometimes, like I think back on it and I'm like. Dang, like, how would my phone, my photo gallery look if I had, if I actually did have a prom and, like, I know. We, yeah, All we the literally. Pics you could have took. I know. <laughs> like, I was looking forward to the whole makeup thing, you know, hair thing, but no. Yeah. And, like, in, in, a, in a flash, like, literally, like, March like, 13th, you know, you're hearing for, on the news that. Um, March break's gonna be extended to two more weeks and I'm like okay cool and then from there like you just never go back and all of a sudden teachers are assigning me work to do um on Google Classroom while also telling us that our marks can't go down so it's like where's the motivation in, in, in even doing it if my marks can't go down like I already have my marks at the university I'm already I've already been accepted in like what's the point of like there was no point but like it's just a mix of all these feelings you're just like I wish that I could have finished the school year how I you know wanted to but at the same time with like marks and everything like that was the only pro I could see throughout everything because if that wasn't in place like I don't even think I would have gotten the amount of money I did for like my entrance scholarship because once again marks couldn't go down they could only go up so like only the the subjects that I did want to improve on 
I actually put the work in for that one and I didn't do it for anything else but like thinking sometimes about having no prom and even just thinking in the future like if I do have kids and they're like what was your prom like I can't like I won't be able to tell you so my prom's about to be like, your prom because my kids are taking uh, like it just it just sucks but at the same time like at least I you just gotta keep looking forward. Like nothing can replace that, but like you gotta at least like acknowledge the past and acknowledge what happened happened before you can move on. Cause I think there are maybe even some people from like my high school who kinda like think about it and they kinda like they're kinda like sad about it or like reflect on it for a really long time. Just because like we were all looking forward to it. But, like, hopefully for, like, you, Dominique, you guys can have something, some sort of celebration in, like, the springtime or something. Oh, no. Man. I don't, I don't think so, to be honest. Because, like, usually, like, this is the time where we start talking about, like, prom grad trips. Not a mm. word. Nothing has been said about it. I don't even know how I'm going to get my diploma. It's probably going to be mailed to me or something. I still have yet to get mine. Oh, my gosh. You didn't get yeah. I didn't get mine yet. Oh, my. Oh, my. What was even the topic? Um, We can end this now. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. so we're just going to end. And at the end of, like, every discussion, we just say two script. Yeah like scriptures or like verses for encouragements so the first one is psalms 62 verse 5 to 8 and it says yes my soul finds rest in god my hope comes from him truly he is my rock and my salvation he is my fortress i shall not be shaken my salvation and my honor depends on god he is my mighty rock my my refuge trust in him at all times you people pour out your hearts to him for God is our refuge. And then the second one is Roman 8, Romans 8, verses 38 to 39. <laughs> for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither present nor future, nor any power, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is Jesus Christ our Lord. Mm. Um, all right. That's the end. Bye guys.